0: Hi, I'm Ellen. For brunch today, I had a bacon buddy with bacon, hash browns, toast, and hollandaise sauce. Sorry, not sorry, if you're hungry.
1: Hi, I'm Jaslyn. For brunch today, I had a bacon buddy with multi grain bread, and I didn't check if it contained garlic or onions, so I might be in trouble. <laughs> and this is High Expectations, a podcast. Speaking of bacon. <laughs> yep. Why did we come up with the term shady bacon?
0: So the term shady bacon is, well, firstly, shade. So, like, when you are being a little bit ruthless towards somebody, you're throwing shade. Yeah. But also, like, you could say you're getting salty. So, like, you're getting all, like, worked up and mean. Oh, right, yeah. Getting salty. So that's the bacon. So then we came up with the term shady bacon. And that's, like, when you are throwing the ultimate snark and shade the ultimate soul shaker <laughs> one like huge part of me and jasmine's friendship which i think is not on the podcast that much is that we're like really bitchy <laughs> <laughs> and we list love bitching about like things and people it's like a big part of our
1: dynamic <laughs> it's true we have our chats
0: and like that last abandoned episode was because we got like too ruthless about one of Jasmine's ex friends. So we had to like not air it.
1: <laughs> is that fair to say? I think, yeah, we, we crossed the line. It wasn't <laughs> high expectations, it was bitch expectations. <laughs> bitch. Bitch expectations.
0: Which is gonna be today, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. All right, I was going to throw something out on the table. The first thing I thought of when you were like, oh, let's just throw some shade. Yeah. You know who I want to throw some mega shade on? Who? Hey. Johnny Depp. Oh, topical. So, like, yesterday I was talking about, because I have a dog called Pepe. Do you guys know I have a dog? And I was like, oh, what process, to my coworkers, what process do you have to go to through to move you and your dog overseas? And they're like, well, you might have to quarantine your dog for, like, ages and ages and ages, and I thought, oh, that sounds like a lot of time and money, which is also something we can throw shade on, because having pets should be easier. But <laughs> but anyway, moving to Australia or bringing your dogs into Australia is incredibly hard, because, you know, they, they care about the ecosystem. Yeah. One little actor, character actor, Mr. J. Depp, thought that it would be a good idea to just smuggle his dogs in without doing the quarantine period. And he got in a lot of shit for it and he had to leave pretty quickly. That's just... Yeah, that's... The
1: audacity of it. It's just... It makes me real bad. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely some smugness. And he's not Han Solo. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the worst thing he's done, but potentially devastating to more people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Weird thing to say. I guess it's just like, you're definitely right. It's nowhere near the worst thing he's done. But it's so selfish. And I think it just is like the tip of the iceberg to the sort of person that he really is. What's interesting about Johnny Depp, I think, is that I think he used to be in such good popular opinion. Like a lot of celebrities these days, I guess. Yeah, he could do no wrong. And he's still getting work. Like he's not one of these celebrities whose career has been destroyed, but the public opinion of him has really just—it's disastrous now.
1: It's turned a tide. Captain Sparrow's ship is, has reached rough seas. <laughs> you know what am saying?
0: Yeah, I guess the main thing to cover is that he physically abused his partner. Was it Amber? Was it his
1: girlfriend? That's the allegation. Yep. Yeah. Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. Well, allegedly. I didn't say allegedly because, fuck it, it's shady bacon. and I can say Just it straight up. up. There's no smoke without fire, Johnny. <laughs> you did it. But that's the thing. Allegedly. And so, controversially, some people have backed him up on that. <laughs> yeah. JK
1: Rowling being mm. that one major person. There seems to be have been some kind of settlement agreement. Yeah. Something. And... The terms of it or the, the truth behind it haven't come out yet. So if people make up their own opinions or if they do know the truth of it, that's what they're basing it on.
0: Mm.
1: But the public opinion is thumbs down J. D. Yeah. He
0: used to be in everything and everyone thought he was this really great character actor.
1: But now people are maybe a little bit tired of it. I don't know. Turns out it's the same character every time. <laughs> Which reminds me of another actor. Yep. But is it too too soon to say? Do it. Robin Williams. That's a fair call. It's a good character, though. Very similar characters. Is that why you don't like Jumanji? I'm not a big fan of Robin Williams. Record scratch. You can, like, not
0: like Robin Williams.
1: You have to like Bill Murray, but you you could not like Robin Williams. I love Bill Murray. I have enjoyed Robin Williams' films, but I do get tired of the persona. Yeah. I've tried to watch, like, interviews with him before, and he's just constantly on, 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 on all the time. Yeah. He was good in his serious roles, where you couldn't do silly, silly voices all the time. (laughs) Well, how do you feel about Jim Carrey, then? I find that Jim Carrey actually has quite a, a wider range of personality in his films. He does have a lot of range, actually. Like, he is very good in serious films. He does overact sometimes, but he can also be more chill or really dramatic, just as effectively. I feel like they're not
0: Shady Baking anymore. We're just talking about how great Jim Carrey is. I feel like Jim Carrey in serious roles does freak me out, though. Like, it's weird to me.
1: You do kind of keep expecting him to suddenly be like, Alrighty then. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And it, like, puts me on
0: edge. just, like, when you're going to, like, start doing the thing, and it's like, oh, it's not happening. (laughs) The whole time you're anticipating it, and so it's like, it's like you're holding your breath and you, like, never exhale. Yeah. That's what what Jim Carrey in a serious role is. In a word. And we way I honestly did
1: okay we're not shady enough <laughs> our credentials they were said earlier about being like we're total bitches but off the mic it's just not coming through yeah but then like we personally
0: victimize people that we know and I don't want to do that on the podcast so
1: Emily <laughs> we love you Emily no. You know,
0: she is just throwing shade on Emily and I'm looking at the fridge right now and it says beautiful, my friend. And I'm like 99% sure that was Emily. It was, yeah. What's like some food that everyone is like, this is amazing. And you're like, I don't like it. Or tomatoes, I
1: guess. I've ranted about tomatoes on the podcast before, actually. Jesson doesn't like pasta. I hate pasta. It's just the worst food. <laughs> and people get so excited about it and they eat the big bowls of it. And it tastes weird, hard to eat, and the sauces that's in aren't nice. Just no.
0: You know what? I actually agree with you. This is probably our most yes. unpopular opinion ever. I don't hate pasta. Like, I will definitely, like, I don't know what to make. Oh, I guess I'll make pasta. But maybe, like, one of the pasta I make is just shit. But I've been to Italy, like, so I've had good pasta. It's really just not my number one meal. It's just not, it's just, ain't, I just hate all that.
1: Yeah, I just don't see the appeal. Right? It's, it's not
0: even, like, the pasta itself. It's, like, the sauce as well. Like, I just... It's fine. But it's not curry. Like, guys, have you tried curry? Oh my God. Curry. So good. So amazing. Like, you... Every time you go and eat pasta, you could have had a curry. And you are wasting the, the space in your belly on pasta like think about this right now. Just everyone sit with me and think about like I'm talking like mm. like a good creamy like tikka masala or something like cashew-y, a little bit tomato-y, some like really nice flavours coming through. You know that one Indian place you go to with like all the really good flavours and then maybe you get some little like vegetable pakoras or onion bhajis. Or if you're a eater, you're eating that garlic naan and you go on a town and you I feel warm and full and everything's delicious And, like, that is heaven. Every time I go to Paris, I eat curry. (laughs)
1: Because the curry there is really good. Oh, my God. I've just had brunch, and now I'm, like, hungry again for curry. (laughs) See? Like, curry better than pasta.
0: That's our our stance on it. And if anybody wants to argue that, at us, okay? Yeah. Hi, X Pod. Come at us. Come at us. I'm not scared. Fuck your pasta there's this vine and he's like fuck your chicken strips you know what i'm saying fuck your pasta
1: this is the part of the episode where alan describes a vine
0: <laughs> you know you guys think it's just like a podcast exclusive but i have news for you every conversation i have i describe a vine or i like quote a vine lebron james <laughs> i'm a bad bitch you can't kill me i love that one it's like this little girl and like somebody comes into the room she's like i can kill you and she's like i'm a Bitch, you can't kill me. (laughs) She's like seven or something. I don't understand where she got that from. (laughs) I love children saying inappropriate things. Back to the shade. (laughs) we keep praising things. We can praise things, you know. I feel like to compare how shit some things are. I don't feel like pasta shit, though. Like, just accept the curry and accept that it's better. Than fucking pasta. Maybe I suck at making pasta. So here's the dealio. Like, I have to have gluten-free pasta and, like, gluten-free mm. pasta in two seconds goes from, like, al dente to soggy-ass shit. Honestly. Gluten-free pasta is the biggest joke ever. And maybe that's why I've never had good pasta, because I'm just, like, eating this gluten-free shit. I think a lot of gluten-free stuff is great, don't get me wrong. Like, I've even had some great bread. I don't have any problem with cake. And here's, here's, here's some shade I want to throw right now. So I have been talking all week about this one conversation I had about gluten-free food not tasting right. The person who said this clarified that they didn't think it tasted wrong. They just could always tell it was gluten-free and it didn't taste right. I suppose implying that it ruined her, I don't know, culinary experience of the food. And I got pretty mad because I was like, look, try these Afghans and they will change your mind. Like I've had other people try the Afghans and they changed their mind. But she didn't want to do it. She was like, it's wasted on me. Like, I'm not going to like it. There's no point. And so I'm like, so you know that you don't like it without trying it? What's that like? What's it like for like reaching, reaching full transience? so you don't like have to eat food anymore to know that you don't like it? I like that power. I'd like to go into a restaurant and be like, what should I order? Yes, I'll have a little try of every dish, like I would gelato, and I'll like, no, I like it, but I don't love it. You know? I know. You
1: know. Oh, I know, girl. Here's the thing.
0: If you're out there and you're like, gluten-free food sucks. One, you're wrong. Because most Indian food is gluten-free. And we just talked about how much we fucking love curry. And when I was in Cambodia, the curries there are incredible. Go to your like nearest Cambodian restaurant. You will not regret. Thai food is fucking incredible. Food in Laos is fucking incredible. The food in Vietnam is incredible. Even though there's that French influence there, you have to be careful what you eat. But Southeast Asia... And India, as a general rule, have a lot of delicious gluten-free food. Shove it up your ass. Can you deny that? I can't deny it. And tortilla, like Mexican food, traditionally tortillas are gluten-free and they're made from corn. So, boom! Anyway, just on a
1: base level, gluten-free food is delicious. Some of the best food in the world, I think. You can get amazing gluten-free skinders at kebab shops. Exactly. Turkish, Middle Eastern food. Delicious. delicious, delicious. Oh my
0: god! So, so delicious. like you're just you're just going from things that are like just already gluten free. That's fine. So the next level is like we're going onto food that has been made gluten free, such as like I don't know bread or pastries or whatever. Sure. If it has fucking butter in it, and if it has fucking sugar in it, that shit's gonna be good.
1: Everyone loves that. That's cake.
0: That's cake. And like as a general rule, I get it. Gluten-free flour can do a lot of weird shit. It's like a science that we're all still working towards getting to a good place with. But there's been some amazing advancements in gluten-free food. And basically, cake and biscuits and shit are delicious. Because butter is what makes everything delicious, not fucking wheat. Not fucking gluten. And everyone says to me, like, oh, you know, it tastes different. It's like, can you actually taste gluten? And they're like, yeah, I can. It's delicious. It's like, no, you can't. You can't taste gluten. Gluten's a protein that is found in wheat and fucking rye and fucking other things. And fuck you. Bolt. Fuck you guys. Anyway, sorry. And so that made me real mad. And I've just been, like, talking to everyone about it. And, like, they're like, eye roll. You can't just say it doesn't taste right and then say, like, that doesn't mean it doesn't taste wrong. Anyway, my whole point was, there are some things that are gluten-free which aren't good. Or aren't the best. And pasta's really not the best. It's hard to do pasta right. It's also really hard to do, you know, kind of the traditional wheat tortillas right. Those are the two things I will give you. But if it has butter in it, if it's baking, that shit's
1: gonna be delicious. And if it's not, you don't know what you're doing. The end. I'm going to back you up on this whole baking thing, because Ellen makes a gluten-free white chocolate, like a blondie cake. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Don't even front on the whole gluten-free thing. Yeah, that's
0: bullshit. I'm not 100% gluten-free, as you'll know if you listen to this podcast, but it's something that I do. It makes me feel better. I'm a gluten intolerant. If you feel like that is not a real thing, I don't really care. I'm not interested in your opinion. If you look up gluten sensitivity, it's on the internet. So screw you. Also, like, you guys say that bisexuals don't exist, that gender diversity doesn't exist out there in the world. I'm not interested. Oh, you know who we should throw some shade on? That YouTuber,
1: Roaming Millennial. It's the West. It's the worst. <laughs> I was just seeing this video by her... And I'm kinda reluctant of to even promote her because I don't want to give her more hits and like more like validation. But I was sent this video and I watched it. And I said that hey, this isn't like a supportive video, it's actually offensive. And I started looking at her other things and she's just a plain old bigot.
0: Yeah. It but she like pretends she's not. Yeah. Like I watched some of her videos too. She attacks vegans. She attacks the body positivity movement. Yeah, and she says there's only two genders. And, like, Jazza and I are both binary-identified, but, like, we're not sitting here on our high horse, like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm binary, you know? And that's what she's putting out there into the world. Like, we identify with one of the two, you know, traditional binary genders, of which there are many more than just these two. And, like, we're not denying it. So some of your own kind, like, we're both female-identified people say you're wrong you need to rethink this it's two on one roaming millennial what are you gonna do yeah come at us Then the thing that really bothers me is she just talks in like a really persuasive way i feel Mm -hmm. and like maybe we don't need to talk about her specifically because these videos are rife on youtube like Mm. like if you spend a lot of time on youtube like i do Like, you get to the funny parts of YouTube, you get to the weird parts of YouTube, and then you can go down really hateful holes, and it's really easy. I've watched so many anti-feminist videos and anti-fat videos, and I don't know why I do it, because it makes me so angry, but it just fascinates me that there are people out there in the world who promote these ideas as fact. And that's the thing, like, a lot of people online complain that the gender pay gap has no real statistical evidence, which is wrong. Or, like, a lot of the things people say about the patriarchy and feminism are just anecdotal, which is wrong. But the people who say, oh, this is my opinion, well, they don't even say this is my opinion, they say this is fact. This is fact, yeah. And they're like, oh, there's only two genders. Like, how can you back that up? And she backs it up by being like, oh, well, you're born with a biological sex. But that's just anti-trans in the first place. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what sex you're born with, sex is not gender.
1: Yeah, I will say, like, they say masculine and feminine, but masculine and feminine aren't genders, so you're confused. No, you're confused, yeah. Yeah, and she's right. They're not genders, but the rest of her argument is just completely wrong. Also, like, it's a
0: describing word to describe feelings. and Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just language,
0: and language holds us back in so many ways, you know? But, like, if we didn't try to express ourselves then we're not putting those ideas out there. So if somebody is like, oh, I feel in myself like I'm, you know, more of the feminine side of the spectrum or, uh, like, more of the... I don't know. What, what do you want us to say? Womanly side? woman side? man side? Like... What do you fucking want? Like, it's so difficult in a world where this is so strictly enforced and has been for such a long time for people who don't identify within the binary to express themselves, I feel. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. speak from experience, but I definitely don't feel in myself 100% feminine. I don't feel like I fit into gender roles. I... I lean towards like a lot of androgyny and masculinity and the way that I express myself and the way that I feel in myself. Like I don't feel yeah. like anyone's 100% male or female because those two things are just part of a spectrum. They're not
1: the end destination. That's right. And she just starts mocking what she calls, you know, social justice warriors, the SJWs. So that gets into a buzzword for her. Yeah. Where she's like, these SJWs will tell you this thing, but here's what I think. The way she says SJW then becomes, well, wow, is that a bad thing to be? Yeah. So then she, like, gets you on her side with her nice sweet little voice. Yeah. Spewing her hate in a way that makes you think, oh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. So if I feel that too, then I'm not bigoted, yay, because those SJWs are trying to, like, ruin everything. But SJWs are on the good side. yeah. Like, definitely.
0: Like, I don't know. The way that I see these things is like, being accepting of somebody's gender expression and their gender identity is the right side of history. That's just how I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you are of any other mindset, and again, at me, I don't care. Like, I have dealt with so many turfs. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I'm prepared. <laughs> I just don't think you're doing life right. Because she's like, it's not that I don't love gender non-binary, you know, I don't care for gender non-binary people. It's just like, we just have a difference in opinion. It's like, no, but the thing is, your opinion puts on other people that they shouldn't exist, basically. Yeah. So that's not a difference in opinion. That's you thinking that those people shouldn't be just allowed to be themselves. Because when we were having this conversation, like, we were like, ah, oh, it is difficult for cis people to get their head around being trans. But I was like, but that's kind of a dangerous path to go down, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I can cons- I consider myself cis, but I also consider myself to be a trans ally. And I think like you can never fully experience life through s- as a trans person. It's right. not like I can really ever understand what it would be like to be black or Asian or anything yeah. in a world that is you know racist towards gen- you know sorry races that aren't white.
1: Yeah. I don't understand what it's like to be heterosexual.
0: Yeah, no, what's that about? I was actually thinking that (laughs) when I was in the waiting room today. I was like, I I was talking about this with another queer friend of mine. Like, what is up with straight people and how they just don't engage in queer culture? Like, it's something that we, as queer people, just can't understand. Yeah. Because I think, not necessarily, like, some people are queer and they're just like, it's just a thing. Like, I like to play video games and I don't really, like, watch movies about two girls kissing. It's hmm. just a part of my identity. But I'm like, I want to see people like me. I want to see representation. So I seek out queer content. Whereas yeah. straight people don't. But maybe they should. Because, like, they what this, what the, these kind of videos prove is that people are getting behind her
1: because they have so little exposure to, you know, trans people. Yeah. And if they want to educate themselves, they've then gone to old YouTube and like, what's gender binary or what's non-binary people all about? And they get shown her videos, which are hateful in disguise. And that's their new attitude. They think, Okay, oh, cool. I understand this now.
0: What's good on the balance is that there's a lot of non-binary identifying people on YouTube educating people. And I don't remember their YouTube handles, but like I said to Jess and like Ash, who essentially transitioned on YouTube. And they've got a lot of videos out there about, like, talk coming out to their mum and, like, changing their name and transitioning and, like, what that means for them. And they don't, yeah, so they have no intention of identifying within the binary. They're not changing from one gender to another. They are somewhere between those two you know, those two binary identities. And even thinking of it like that, like, there's one binary identity, there's another, and then genderqueer people or non-binary people are in the middle. Like, even that's mm. kind of weird. And I feel like in 10 years' time we might think of it really differently. Like, not like a spectrum, but something completely different. And I'm excited for that time. But I think, mm. I think what needs to change is this constant, constant message that there's only two genders because it's just a lie. And it's so damaging. Right. Yeah. If you are subscribed to Roman Millennial, do me a favor and just go on and unsubscribe. And
1: that's my shade. I think that you yeah, should not I be agree. giving this woman any attention. Done. Next up. <laughs> People who think it's funny to buzz apartment building doorbells <laughs> at really obnoxious hours. Twice in the in this week i accidentally woken up at half past four in the morning. I've been unable to get to sleep again. Last night, I was incredibly tired after this, being awake at 4.30 that day. I went to bed. I slept well. At 4.30, my doorbell rang. and woke me up. and I ignored it. I checked my phone in case there was, like, any emergency messages from my friends. I heard them ring another apartment. And then my doorbell rang again. And I thought, who are you, Jack? Are you a drunk person who's, like, lost? Or are you a drunk person who thinks it's funny to wake everybody up? Because then I was awake for over an hour trying to get back to sleep. unfortunately, eventually I did. But whoever you are, you're the worst person. (laughs) Shade on you.
0: (laughs) So here's my theory about that. Because, like, you always wake up at 4.30 anyway. And it's fucking weird that they rang your doorbell at 4.30. So I don't know if you guys know this. But Jazlyn is, like, very suspicious that there's a poltergeist in her flesh. So I'm just wondering, yeah. are these two events related?
1: Is the poltergeist trying to wake you up at 4.30? Maybe it is. Should I play the poltergeist audio? Yes, please. In the podcast right now? <laughs> it's so scary. So what you're about to hear is a, a bang next to my bed. You will hear me rustling my duvet and some kind of reaction to it. While I'm rustling, there's more banging next to my bed. And then these these two creepy pulses. know what they are poltergeist maybe because for a while now i've been suspicious about a bedroom ghost because i'll go to sleep playing a podcast and i wake up in the night or in the morning and it's paused weird that's all my lamp is on what's going on there so
0: i have had just like a possible skeptical explanation i have had full-on conversations i have rung people and talked on the phone uh yeah i've done a whole bunch of shit in my sleep and I don't remember any of it in the morning. So maybe
1: you're like, oh, I'm done with this podcast, turn off. I mean, I hope that's just me waking up in the night, pausing the a podcast for some reason, or hitting my lamp on and not turning it back off for some reason, because that's a much nicer explanation. I think it's very possible. Or it's a poltergeist. Or it's a poltergeist. This to a this Twitter
0: to to poll poltergeist, or just Jasmine doing weird shit in her sleep. Yep, I'm gonna make the poll. <laughs> I love our polls. They're always ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking through my old tweets the other day, and one of them says, like, please vote for me. Please vote not orangutan.
1: Or please vote orangutan. Yeah. And orangutan won. Orangutan did win. (laughs) Even though Alan was watching this movie like a chimpanzee. I was definitely watching it like an orangutan. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to drag this up again. Was it recorded? Like,
0: Like, do you have any evidence? I feel like our biggest beef we've ever had. I was thinking about this the other day. Like the biggest fight we've had is over Jesse and Logan. We're <laughs> Gimble's my friends. And then I was just remembering how important Gimble Girls is to my life and how the time... and Jazz and toe, very important to your life. And the biggest yeah. yeah, and our biggest beef, like our biggest shade between us as friends I feel. Who is better Logan or Logan or Jess? Logan. Definitely Jess.
1: But it's Logan. I've
0: never touching on this. I was just thinking about how amazing Jess is in the revival and how shitty Logan is. I would like just Logan thinking
1: is engaged. About how amazing Logan is in the revival. He's not. And how like low-key and like wimpy Jess is. No, he's not key and Wimpy. He's just like in
0: love with Rory but like in a really nice way. Like he's just really respectful. Whereas Logan is just like, well I'm already engaged, but I guess we could cheat together. Which is the dumbest
1: storyline and I don't like it. Wow. Well, Logan and Rory are meant to be together. We'll
0: see. I think there's going to be a revival of The Revival, much to everyone's distress. And then we'll kind see. Kind of including
1: me as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, all I want is answers, but
0: I don't know. Like, can of it be kind of like a Pottermore situation? Like, there's a Gilmore Girls world, and it's like, this is what happens. Like, we find out that in the Harry Potter universe, Hermione Granger ends up being the Minister for Magic, right? What? Yeah, I know. Cool, way. They could do that for Gilmore Girls and not have a revival because... Some of that was a real hot mess. That musical <laughs> bit. I there's so some shade on the Gilmore Girls <laughs> revival. I think I feel the Twin Peaks revival was actually really, really good. But I just stopped
1: watching and then I got out of the loop. Oh my god, I couldn't deal with Twin Peaks. One, it was way too violent. Yeah, it was. And two, where the fuck was it, Agent Cooper? He was there. He wasn't, though. No. Okay. His brain was scrambled. I mean, if you've been in, like, the Red Lodge for 20 years, you'd be kind of fucked up. Then he got out. Then he was like someone else. I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's not dumb. They couldn't. Okay, it wasn't dumb, but it didn't have to last like 14 episodes before he gets his mind back. Like one, two episodes tops. Give us back Agent Cooper. Yeah, I guess
0: so. It's very, it's very Lynchian. Like, no. yeah, I guess it's supposed to be Twin Peaks,
1: but mainly it's just Lynch being Lynch. It might be Lynchian, but it's also Lynch Shade. <laughs> Well, I thought, I haven't actually
0: covered all of the episodes, but I thought the Twin Peaks revival was kick-ass, but Mm. I thought the Gilmore Girls revival was, eh, I liked it. I liked her fill in the gaps, but essentially all that happened is, like, Rory becomes an asshole, which I always thought she kind of was. I personally think early series Rory Gilmore is better than later series, but I've heard some people say that later series is better because she's more human. Which I can
1: understand,
0: but she's kind of a brat. And she's kind of a brat in the revival too. And that's how I feel.
1: i gonna throw some shade on Roy Gilmore. I was asked her what, what? who's my favorite Gilmore Girls character? Yep. And I decided that Emily is the best Gilmore. What is wrong with you? Think about it. She's kind of a badass. I don't need to think about it. Like, like that actress is incredible. Emily is a great character. She's not my favorite character though. Like she sucks. Like imagine watching Gilmore Girls again, but rooting for Emily the entire time. She handles everything. <laughs> she's actually not that mean. She's just quite nice. She's kind of mean. She's a little bit snooty. She's very snooty. She is caring. She's part of the daughters of like America group, and they're just like all pretentious. She is. Yeah, I mean, she's got her. She's got her faults. Just like Lorelai. This is my. This is my beef but with you, Jocelyn. Like, I think she's, she's a fun character. I don't think Gilmore Girls would be the same without,
0: I think, Kelly Bishop is the actress's name. She is amazing. She's so she great. Amazing. Like, yeah, I really appreciate that Emily Gilmore is there as a character,
1: but she's not, she ain't all that. Like, she ain't good. I she's think bad. She's bad, bad. The revival is was her redemption for me. And made me reframe her in the rest of the series. Actually, she was really nice in the revival. Yeah. There's that fan theory
0: that the revival is, like, real life, and the original Gilmore Girls is, like, Rory's book, just, like, mm. putting a, sh- a great life on everything and making her relationship with her mum look really good, but, like, in the revival, there's all that strain, because that's what their relationship was actually like, and, like, not ideal. But what if the original Gilmore Girls is actually how Lorelai sees everything, And, like, we see Emily Mm. in a really bad light because we're like, but that is actually true. We're seeing everything from Lorelai's perspective, really. True. We only really get to see what she sees. I mean, there are scenes without her there, but, like, we get that skew of her because we're always seeing her interact with her mother. Yeah, I would describe to that. I like that fan theory because it was just so out there. Like, there was so believable
1: about it. I like, I love Gilmore Girls fan theories. They're so ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, we're running out of time. Do you want to do a lightning round and I'll edit it in quick? Loud cafes. I hate it when people say you can't beat Wellington on a good day and I want to go back in time and whoever said
0: it the first time, punch them in the face and tell them they're not allowed to say it again. Cars who pass cyclists too closely. (laughs) People who don't restrain or train their dogs or pick up their dog's poo. Smokers who throw their
1: cigarettes out on the street.
0: Oh, what is up with that? Like there are bins everywhere. so
1: rude. Oh, people who litter just in general. People who spit on the street. Oh yeah, it gets disgusting. Tapas bars with odd numbers of food. People who think cats are better than dogs. <laughs> Tapas bars. <laughs> Overpriced cafe food. And everything's
0: $2 extra for gluten-free, just to go back to the earlier topic. <laughs> Unnecessary kitchen appliances. Oh, the fact that Americans don't use kettles. Yeah, what's up with that? What is up with that, America? Use a kettle. What are you guys? Like, to boil water. Where do you boil your water? What do you do? Do you drink tea? I don't understand. You guys are weird. But we love you. <laughs> Go on, get on of here, you scamps. <laughs> you do yo, but we think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> marzipan. There's a lot of food that just, I think, shouldn't
1: exist. I don't even really know what marzipan is. But yeah. But, fuck it, it's, it's, Marzipan's cancelled. Anyway, it's the lightning round. Fruitcake. It's disgusting. Kanye West. Oh my god, Kanye West is so cancelled. Kanye's over. And oh. obviously
0: Donald Trump. And Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. Oh.
1: I put it out there. That's Damn. definitely unpopular opinions that will appear again, I think. <laughs> Let's tap onto this one in on the next episode. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Toast not the friends. Oh god. Hi, this is Bridget. And this is Ginny from Radaptations. Radaptations. Thank you so much for listening. We here at Radaptations love High Expectations.
0: And so if you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to High expectations Podcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the post. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at High expectations Podcast, or on Twitter at high X Podcast. That's H-I-G-H-E-X podcast. And you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or or wherever you enjoy podcasts,
1: have a great week. Bye. Fucking everything up. <laughs> Do you want me
0: to start again?
1: It's the the fuck no <laughs> in there. I'm not fucking control the way. It was fucking everything up. Okay, sorry. Do I have to start again? Yes. Oh,
0: Jasmine, yes, this is gonna be an extra $100. I hope you know that.